0: seven-dimensional hierarchy have you ever noticed how certain things like fun and play or beautiful music or a generous acknowledgement can feel a lot like love in fact there are dozens of expressions in life that trigger warm and intimate feelings these triggers aren't really love by themselves but they honor the experience of love now have you ever noticed how much you resist giving sharing or initiating those triggers Seven-dimensional awareness offers access to the experience of love and truth in every aspect of life and communication. Let's explore the building blocks of the dimensions and distinguish their impact on our lives and our world. The first dimension is a line that has only length, no width, nor depth. The second dimension introduces another line that gives height and width, but no depth. This is the dimension of everything visible. The third dimension is easiest for us to understand because it is a physical realm in which we exist. There are height, width, and depth all around us. While looking at a photo, we see a two-dimensional surface that shows an image, yet the photograph itself has depth and is therefore three-dimensional. But there is more that makes up our world than just the physical realm. The fourth dimension is time. For the physical realm to have movement, it requires time to arrive from one point in space to another. Time is the realm of the living. Before we are alive and after we are alive, there is no experience of time. While there is abundant evidence of the past before our existence, time is still the realm of only the living. The unique aspect of time is that it is only forward moving. It is strictly linear in nature. The fifth dimension is language slash imagination. Imagination is distinct from thoughts. We are thinking all of the time. We have thoughts. Yet imagining something is creative. Imagination is a voluntary thought to create images in our minds. All images exist in language. Even if the image itself is unique enough not to have a label, we can give it a description. Language authors and manipulates all the other dimensions. In the third dimension, things exist, but they do not become real until they are given a name. Not only does a name assign reality, but it also gives us the power to manipulate it or use it. With language, great pyramids are built. With language, great walls of China are erected. With language, the Berlin Wall was torn down. Language elects presidents and ruins economies. Language wages war and declares peace. Language unites in marriage and gives our covenants and contracts existence. Language defines our beliefs and our identity and success and failure. Language seeks out the cures for diseases Language kills reputations and ignites genocides. In our stories and myths of the creation, there is first language, quote, and God said. I believe that the fifth dimension of language is a dimension of order slash chaos. It is a totality of the good that is accomplished and the evil that is rampant throughout our tragic history. On a practical level, language is the realm of all things that communicate. Animals and insects and birds and fish communicate. Even cells have a way to communicate, but what sets humanity apart from all other living creatures and organisms is a sixth dimension of responsibility. Although the fourth dimension, time, is linear in nature, language can time travel. Cultures use language to augment parts of their history, while eliminating big chunks of it and discrediting it through agreement. On an individual level, I time travel all of the time in language. For example, when I owned a graphic shop, I would travel to the future through language and promise that a client's t-shirt order would be ready by 3 p.m. on Friday. In language, I shuffled around more time and space to fulfill my promise. But in the experience of my client placing the order, the order was as good as done in my declaration of the promise several days before. I've also traveled back in time to an event of personal offense to someone that I loved. The duration of time was months that we didn't speak to each other. However, in taking full responsibility of the infraction and offering an authentic request for forgiveness with apology accepted, affinity and love were instantly restored in a way that completely erased the sensations of guilt, blame and anger that filled the months in between. I've also traveled back in time to an event of personal offense to someone that I loved. The duration of time was months that we didn't speak to each other. However, I took full responsibility for the infraction and offered an authentic request for forgiveness. With apology accepted, affinity and love were instantly restored in a way that completely erased the sensations of guilt, blame, and anger that filled the months in between. It's a common notion that time travel is something more magical than language, but consider all the magic that language produces bigger than time itself. If you're looking for something more tangible in the fifth dimension of language slash imagination, it's possible that this is the dimension of vibration and frequency. I don't know anything scientific to prove this, but I've seen other theories that include higher dimensions that are vibrational. This can include music, consciousness, language, and energy. There's a portal between language and responsibility. This portal is inspiration and motivation to act upon our language or imagination, even if it's language given to us by others. It doesn't always feel like a choice either. Fear is a powerful motivator, but there is no meaning of the sixth dimension inside of instinct and survival. The portal is where we experience reality. Nothing is real for us until there is language to describe it and the active willingness to be responsible for grasping and understanding it as a definition. In this model, reality exists only in language plus agreement. Example Every written word must have an agreement of that intent of that word for the common understanding of the word's definition across languages. The sixth dimension is responsibility. Responsibility takes language and translates it into intentional results. Responsibility is uniquely human. It is the dimension of meaning. We have access to whatever we declare in this world and for which we can be responsible. Even to speak a human language requires the responsibility of learning and mastering certain levels of communication inside that language. Culture and society rely on responsibility for balance and community. However, there exists in this dimension a natural gravity like the gravity we experience every day. There is nothing inherently wrong with gravity. We learn how to use it, get around it, or get over it. The gravity and responsibility is significance and fear. It is usually wrapped up in some form of shame. They pull at our declarations, promises and intentions. When the choices we make are made in a powerless context, we always see how significance and fear are at work. When we notice that our communication falls lifeless in front of us, we can focus and try to make significance and fear disappear, or we can simply add the seventh dimension to our choices and responsibility. Love is the seventh dimension. Truth is also in the seventh dimension. The consistent pitfall of this dimension is that we understand it or know it fully. It encompasses and creates. When we get close to this dimension, meaning, significance, and individuality fades or disappears into truth, love. While we may not understand it fully, we see glimpses of it and participate in it as we experience elements of both love and truth through the expressions of contribution, creativity, fun, play, peace, art, music, Beauty, dance, nature, sharing, acknowledgement, passion, forgiveness, confession, community, fellowship, encouragement, enthusiasm, and self-expression. Your list may be different than this. That's quite all right. Make your own list anyway. When we learn to not only distinguish the elements of love, truth, but use them as triggers to our experience of love, truth, we discover a world where all other dimensions line up and are given flight in the dimension of love. Any good relationship counselor in a church or other community structure that follows a higher power will tell the couple that love is like a pyramid. God is the apex, and the participants of the relationship are at the bottom two angles. As each individual approaches the divine apex, they progressively experience more unity, and the distance between them decreases, the proximity increases. The goal of this exercise is for the individuals to have complete unity together at the top of that triangle diagram in such a way that their individuality is no longer distinguished. This is a brilliant illustration of this seven-dimensional model. At the top is complete unity, equality, love, and truth. Please go to ericreily.com and check out my thank you for your support page to participate financially in my life. Thank you very much.